God said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. And I would hate for you to slip up out of here and find out you didn't have a right. You know why? Too late. Amen. Amen. And what God is trying to do, we want God to change our situation, but God's trying to change you in the situation. God, when you gonna change is when you change. <laughs> Say neighbor. Change, change is not change until you change. Then write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Tweet that. Tweet that. Tweet that. Tweet that. experience what you experience. I do look at you. Uh-huh. Some people you can learn from their experience. Their experience. Uh -huh. I do. I don't have to experience. Young people always say this. Well, I got the experience for myself. No, you don't fool. Uh -huh. For that, 
in the beginning, uh -huh. we had a little more time. Right. Uh -huh. So, Methuselah lived, what, 300 some years? Moses lived 120 years. Job lived 120 some years. Why is that? Because of the beginning. As we get closer to the end, lifespan is going to become shorter. That's a sign that we're at the end because babies are being murdered. So a lot of babies are not living past one, two, three. So notice the difference how it was in the beginning and how it is now. Do you know what that means? That the sun sand and the hourglass is running out. Interpretation, you don't have a lot of time to keep stand up, take heed. Watch this. Yes. You think you stand. Uh -huh. In your mind, what he's saying, you think you got it together in your mind. Uh -huh. But he said, you better take heed. Yes. In other words, you better examine your life a little closer than what you're doing. Uh -huh. Because you don't have it like the Bible says. Uh -huh. And I would hate for you to slip up out of here and find out you didn't have a right. You know why? Too late. Once you cross over, it's fixed. So if you was a hypocrite, you're going to be judged as a hypocrite. What's a hypocrite? You one way at church, but at home you're something totally different. One way at church, on your job, you're something different. Hypocrite. Read. Examine your life a little closer unless you fall. Read. There have no temptation taken to you, but such as it is common to me. You know what Paul is saying? No one has an odd test. Everybody at some point experienced the same thing. At some point. So if you talking about God, why me? Why not you? Somebody else can make do it. So your time at some point will come. Amen. Read. But God is faithful. But the, and, and listen, if you walk with God for any length of time, you will realize that God is faithful. Watch this. Even when you're not faithful. to be tempted above that you are able. God said, I won't allow the test to be too much for you. You can say, watch this. If God allows them to come, that's simply you can have it. Amen. I, I, I said this is going Some stuff I've gone through was overwhelming. And I was holding on by a string. And I said, Lord, if you don't come through, I'm going to let go of this string. <laughs> Anybody been there? If you ain't been there, stay safe. There's some stuff hit me like the wind out of me. There's some stuff that came to my life and knocked me to my knees. You ain't praying, okay. God allows you to come to drive you to your knees. So before he allowed it to come, I'm going to get on my knees on my own. How many know you can't fall on your knees? You can't fall on your knees. Trip when you're on your yeah. knees. And you ain't praying? Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. 
You ain't got time. God makes sure you get time. Yeah. He, he'll touch the heart of your, 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 your job and give you a pinch there. You got time to come to church. Okay, let me get you in fire. You can't come to church. You everywhere else. You want to come to church. Let me get your car get tore up. Now you got to get the church van. See, you got to be careful with playing with God. I see, people don't preach this. God is love. He is. God is merciful. He is. But you forgot one scripture. The Bible says, not Pastor Trice, that he is a terror to the wicked. Yes, yes. Another scripture says that his face is against those who do evil. Yes. Yeah. See, we don't preach about this side of God. We don't talk about the merciful and the love. But that's another side of God. Yes, it is. And you don't want to experience that side. All these folks. The Bible says the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressor shall be uprooted out of it. What is a transgressor? A person who knows the truth but won't do it. God said you're going to be uprooted up out of here. Keep playing with me if you want to. Is that it? No, sir. Verse 14. Here we go. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape. In other words, at some point, when God allowed, how many know it's an expiration time? Amen. It's a beginning and it's an expiration. So God ain't gonna let you be tested too long. At some point, he'll let you come out. But watch this, if you don't learn something, you'll go right back to it. So when God allows something to happen, and you don't learn something from it, you're going through it again. Read. That you may be able to bear it. Verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved. He talked to the church. Uh -huh. Flee from idolatry. Run from idol worship. Uh -huh. You can make an idol out of anything. Uh -huh. You can idolize yourself. I'm just so cute. Ain't nobody cute like me. <laughs> then the doctor said you got cancer. <laughs> All that cute is what I have to do. Same thing Nebuchadnezzar said. And God gave him a dream that I'm going to cut you down for seven years. And God said that he was strutting around the palace with his head in the air. And God sent a dream and put him out in the wilderness for seven days. And the Bible says his nails grew. Heart grew out. Then he had a testimony. I will bless the most high. See, God had to bring him down in order to get his attention. And God will bring you down to get your attention because he don't want you to lose your soul. All right. Second Kings chapter 5. See, David, you didn't stop playing. See, then when something seriously hit us, then now we want to get serious. You should have been serious all the time. Amen. Y'all said you want to pray. Okay. Been stealing from God for years. Now you want to start tithing. Well, that's good. But all the times you did, you got to pay for that. Okay. 
it. Let me help you out. There are some times when stuff hit me, I couldn't pray. Y'all be praying Wednesdays. Y'all be praying Wednesdays. I've had some times when stuff hit me, I couldn't get a word out. I was so crushed. But you know what carried me? The times that I had been praying. You ever heard the term driving on earth? I've experienced that with some evening. It's like all these scriptures I know, couldn't think of one of them. All I can do is lean on God. So what carried me through is the prayer that I had been through. Come on. Come on. Uh, second, this message ain't for little bitty babies. It's a meat I'm giving you today. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 20 through 27. Read. But Jehazi, the servant of Elijah. Notice, he was Elijah's servant. To help you understand, he was Elijah on a barrel. So he served right along Elijah for 20 years. How many know it takes time for what's in folks to come out? Amen. It'll come out right away. Because we, we know how to hide. We know how to put them on a facade. We know how to do that. We some folks good at that. Know how to fake it. So Gehazi was Elijah on the barrel. Read. The man of God read, said, Behold, uh -huh. my master has spared Naaman this Syrian. And you know the story. Elijah was a prophet. Naaman was rich, but he had leprosy. And he needed some deliverance. And the little maid said, I know a man of God where you can get some deliverance. So Naaman went to Elijah. He knocked on Elijah's door. Elijah didn't even come personally to talk to him. He told him what to do. He said, Hey, go and dip in the jar. When Naaman finally humbled himself, so you can't get delivered till you humble yourself. When he humbled himself, he came up clean, like a baby, so he got healed. Naaman tried to pay Elijah. Elijah wouldn't take it. So Gehazi said, well, since you ain't gonna take it, I'm gonna take it. Here it is, I just I talk about covetousness, right? So a spirit of covetousness was on Gehazi. He wanted something that belonged to somebody else. And when you want something out of time, you'll do anything to get it. Come on, Bishop. Read. And not receiving at his hands that which he brought. Read. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. This is Gehazi talk. Read. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. Uh-huh. And when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, all is well. How I many know you lied? Yeah. And when you are ma a manipulator, you lie too. Amen. Yeah. Read. My master has sent me. He lied on the man of God. Did Elijah send him? No. Read. Saying, behold, even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men, the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, be content, take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver and two bags with two changes of garments. That represents, the silver represents currency. 
And most people, when they're dishonest, they're dishonest with their dealings with money. If you want to know where you at, look how you have to have a money. You can tell just as good where your heart at. Quiet. <laughs> Read. And laid them upon two of his servants, and they bare them before him. Read. And when he came to the tower, Watch this. he just came back from getting some money from Naaman. And he encountered the prophet. Read. He took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house. So he took what he got and put in his house. Try to cover up, try to hide. Read. And he let the men go, and they departed. You know it hurts to be honest with yourself. It hurts when you when you crook and you dishonest and you manipulative and you a liar. It's hard for you to look in the mirror and say I'm a crook. I'm a liar. I'm a I'm a manipulator. And that's why a lot of y'all ain't delivered because you won't be honest with yourself. But you deserve everybody else. That's why people can't get free, because you have a problem with being honest with yourself. Yeah. And it hurts to be honest to say, I'm a liar, I'm a liar. Yeah. And you speak in the tongues. That's not a deception to speak in Read. But he went in and stood before his master. Now watch it. He went in and stood before the man of God. Read. And Elijah said unto him, Whence comest thou? Where you been, man? And he said, Thy servant went nowhere. And he Hold up. Y'all missed that. He just lied. Again. And how many know when you lie, you gotta tell another lie to come up from the And he said, Thy servant went no whither. And he said unto him, Went not mine heart with thee. In other words, wherever you went, my spirit was there with you. I seen what you were doing. Let me describe to you what you were doing, even though I wasn't there. Right, right. Read. When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it time to receive money? <laughs> he wasn't out of natural, but he was down in the spirit realm. You know what that's called? Somebody say what? Discernment. So he was letting them know, man, you just lied to me. Uh-huh. Read. And time to receive garments and olive yards. What's garments? Clothes. Read. And olive yards. And olive lord. Land. And vineyards. And vineyards. And sheep. And sheep. And oxen. And it's a time for you to get all this. And if you ain't got it, it ain't time. Now you can manipulate it again if you want to, but guess what? Anytime you get something that you didn't earn, you ain't gonna keep it. Ask me how I know. Everything I got in the world, that keep in mind this 25 years ago. Everything I got in the world that I manipulated is gone. Ask me where I said. I don't know. If you get stuff you don't earn, you lose it. If you stole from somebody, somebody gonna steal from you. People understand that. Yeah. You don't get away. You weep. What do you sow? You ain't sowing nothing. 
You saw some bad. You saw some good. So whatever you saw, good, bad, or ugly, you come back. So you got to be careful how you do stuff. Listen, some stuff take 30 years to come back. Some stuff take 40. Why does happen to me? Beautiful guy. And y'all pray for me. For what? If you want to open your mouth, how many, let me see some real folk. How many have opened their mouth and end up eating their words? Read. And men servants and maid servants. Read. The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. You know the leprosy that was on Naaman came upon Gehazi. And this is amazing. He walked with the man of God for 20 years. And this stuff came out of him eventually. That's amazing to me. We don't know folks. We think we know people. That's why I tell people around me, make sure you're right. Watch this. If you're not right, God ain't gonna let you stay around me. How do I know? There's a whole bunch of folks around me. And when I was trying to let them know you're slipping, they didn't listen to me. So they just slipped their way on the body. So you cannot be around me and not be right. If you are, it's gonna come out. Amen. All right. All right, everybody, get away from me. God moves you. Amen. I tell you, you really don't want to be around me. I'm gonna tell you why. Those hits that's meant for me, you experience. If you're around me, you're going to get hit with some stuff that's meant for me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I just want to be around the pastor. No, you don't. Because the devil always throwing something at me. And if you're in the way, you're going to get hit by it. So make sure your motives for being around me is right. Let me tell you what. I've seen a lot of people around me get wounded. You know what? They weren't praying, they weren't real, they weren't serious, and something came down the pipe and knocked them out the box. Last scripture, Matthew chapter 25. Say, neighbor, you need to stop playing. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13, and we'll be done. Read. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Read. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps, while the bridegroom tarried. They all slumbered and slept. Watch this. It's in red. So Jesus is referring to himself. He's the bridegroom. The church is the bride. The Bible says verse 5, while the bridegroom delayed, they all slumbered and slept. Delayed me, tarried me, delayed. He didn't come right away. 
And what happens to people when God don't come in their timing, they become slothful. That's what slumber means. Uh -huh. And they fall asleep. They fall asleep. Remember Jesus told the disciple, you could pray me for one hour. When you don't pray like you should, you fall asleep spiritually. They fell asleep. They was not conscious of what's going on around them. And when I look at people and I see how they live, it's clear to me that they're not conscious of Christ's soon return. Because you can see it. When, when you really believe Christ coming back, you live a certain way. You act a certain way. You respond a certain way. Read verse 6. And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. You know what this referring to? The rapture? Jesus came. The bridegroom came when they least expected. But they was caught off guard. You know what? They was playing. They was playing. But God had to let it laugh. Read. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their laps. They, 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 you know what? My, my, my notes say self-examination. They was examining themselves. Read. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Watch this. The wise was ready. The foolish was unprepared. So they wanted what the wise had. It was covetous. Listen, you can't have my anointing. And, and watch this. A lot of people want it, but they want it for free. You know what they want me to do? Lay hands on it. You know how you get my anointing? By following me closely and by sowing it to it. And got scripture to back that up. Amen. Pastor, give me my, give me your Lord. No. I shed some tears with this Lord. I was lied on for this anointing. I was misunderstood for this anointing. But you want me to lay hands on you? Okay, lay hands. I'm going to lay some hands on you for real. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. For you to ask them, let me know. You play. You know what that lets me know? You don't want to pay no price. Watch this. Watch this. We use this as a symbol of God's anointing. This is olive oil. You know how this oil is produced? The oils have to be crushed in order to get this oil out. And you're not going to be anointed by God without being crushed. The more you allow God to crush you, the more the anointing so you need to get rid of this something for nothing mentality. Read. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. They were unprepared. And, and he gave them plenty of time to get right, but they was playing around, and now all of a sudden, a serious situation has occurred, and they weren't ready for it. Read. And they that 
were ready went in with him to the marriage. They was who? That was ready. Went in to the marriage. Uh huh. And the door. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter one talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter one how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.